Good evening and welcome. It is the Front Runner Football Podcast on a Monday night as we review the weekend that was as far as uh, local football is concerned. And it was all things TKO with a telecom knockout serving up um, a lot of drab draws, some interesting football, um, but, you know, some also interesting results. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a lot to unpack and we're going to do that with uh, John T. Mark, who joins me in the studio this evening. Good evening, John T. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining us as we also look into the two-year extension that's been offered to um, Gaetano Tembo. Then uh, the Zambian interest that happens to be in uh, Wetson, um, the coach of Barocca. Will he go? I, I mean, the, the chairman of the club is saying, no way, Jose. We've got him. He doesn't need to go. We're happy with what he's doing. Uh, even though he's just been dumped out of the trophy, that, that was the one they were looking to defend, the TKO. It's not been the case, but there seems to still be faith in the man to get the job done at Barocca. And Benny McCarthy also coming out and criticizing referees. Um, yeah, I mean, it's never a good look to do that when you've not won a game. Uh, but there goes Benny um, criticizing refs. But but let's get into the telecom knockout and maybe start there with what was um, one of the biggest games of the weekend between Cape Town City and uh, Kaiser Chiefs. And yeah, I mean... <sighs> You know, it's always going to be, no matter where you are, it might have been a home game for Cape Town City, but, I mean, it was a cauldron because of the um, Chiefs fans. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's Kaiser Chiefs who are through to the next round, John T. Yeah, I mean, they seem to be finding ways of winning matches even when they don't play hugely well this season. And that's a bit of a difference, I guess, from the last few seasons. And they're finding that edge, uh, that competitive edge, that winning edge, and that's standing them in good stead, certainly, to finally end that trophy drought. Um, I think, obviously, City, like they did in the league game, went in front but couldn't hold on to it. Yeah. Um, Chiefs came back at them, um, and then penalties is always a bit of a lottery, but, you know, they, they held their nerve better than than City, and, uh, and yeah, they, they're in the next round, and that's all they can ask. They're going to have a difficult draw because uh, they're not seeded. Exactly, yeah. Um, probably Highlands Park is the one that, Chiefs fans might want those that don't want to see a derby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, just yet. <laughs> just yet. Just yet. I'm sure the sponsors wouldn't mind a derby in the final. <laughs> yes. But uh, that's assuming both teams get there. Assuming both teams get there. And right. also, they could play Sundowns. And they played Sundowns now in the Shell Helix Cup. They're playing them this weekend and they could get them again. Um, which would also be chaos. But yeah, I think obviously City, Kermit Erasmus has been great, but they've been very wobbly other than that. And Kermit yeah. Erasmus doesn't seem to be able to last. Um, 90 a minutes, 90 minutes. Like he went off against Pirates as well. And, and I'm not sure what the problem is there, but he's their main threat. And once he's gone, you know, I think Chiefs grew in confidence as well once he went off. Mm. And uh, I think they were the better team after that. I mean, once they got back into it. Looking at that, I mean, I want to touch on, on the draw a little bit, the seeding. I mean, it's been mm. done this way for the longest time. Yeah. But do you think it should still be seeding in the second round or should that only be a first round thing? Should we be having seeding at this stage? Surely now it should be whoever, you know, can get whoever. Why have seeding after the first round? Yeah, I mean, I'd kind of be an advocate for not having seeding at all. It's the way Telcom want to do it. I wouldn't yeah. have seeding at all. I mean, if you have Chiefs Pirates in the first round, you have Chiefs Pirates. Maybe this time we could have had it, but usually Chiefs and Pirates finish in the top eight. If you have a big game, so what? Yeah. I know Ned Bank Cup's not seeded. Right. Because it's possible to have Chiefs Pirates in that. Uh, early on, and 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 I think I don't see why they do it, and I especially like you said, I don't know why they do it. I wouldn't do it in the second mm -hmm. round. I mean, now you're just almost. I don't know. It's like picking holes in something that you don't need to pick holes in. It's right. Like trying, it's over analyzing something. You know, just making or, an open or value draw. for for the sponsors or value for sponsors, or you're just saying, well, these sides finished 
their last season, they deserve a better draw. Right, right. Now that Chiefs are in the lower half, it's not necessarily better for some team. For some team, exactly, yeah. considering the form that Chiefs are in. But, oh. you know, for them to have the mental fortitude, Cardozo misses the penalty, but they still find a way to, you know, come out of that situation on top. You know, we speak about Kermit, takes that goal so well, but then, you know... Middendorf proves he's got an ace up his sleeve. You know, Vukovic comes on and yeah. does does the damage. Um, yeah. And, you know, what you're seeing, even all, with all the injuries that Chiefs have, yeah. a little bit of depth. A little yeah. bit of depth. No, there is a bit bench. of depth. And I think Castro's come looking like he's coming good again. Yeah. Elliot, obviously, coming into form is great for Chiefs, uh, especially with, you know, Sundowns coming up this weekend. And, and it, it looks like they're forming. They could, I mean, Middendorf after the game sort of hinted, I think, at... Um, you know, maybe even using Castro, Billiat, and Njokovic against against Sundowns, which would be interesting. Hmm. Sort of uh, parallel to the CBD that did so well for um, for Sundowns. Right, um, right. Too soon to be giving them a anagram, no? Yeah, I think so. Although I did see something, <laughs> whether it's NBC or something. Oh, yeah, BCN. NBC is a television channel somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. BCN is short for Barcelona. So, yeah. well, mm, <coughs> tricky. The market has achieved. I'm sure if they start out. to bang in the goals between them and play regularly, they'll get they'll get a nickname. Not and for sure. In the league, then. Yeah, but. What, what did you make of Daniel Lepe? I mean, no, he man, did well in the penalties. Mm, fantastic. Yeah. 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 I mean, really been a bit sort of maligned and criticized by the Chiefs fans. And yeah, he, he was the man who stood up and did it. Um, and with Kune, like, permanently injured these days it's like they need someone to stand up this season that pay is an experienced goalkeeper uh, i think he had a shaky start to his chief's career but he seems to settle down a bit and um it might stop chiefs having to go into the market I and mean, i think they still do need another goalkeeper in the long term but yeah. maybe this season they can cope um if that pay keeps playing like that okay well that's uh one of the key games and a good note to start on but let's rewind even further back to um marisburg united against uh bitves Vitz. and that started off the weekend on mm. friday night but that one ends in one one and then goes to penalties and Vitz, who should have mm. actually had it sorted out in regular time and couldn't then had a shambolic penalty kick situation yeah. <laughs> just you know you start thinking that you know they have that thinking about what, not wanting to be in African competition then you wonder if these kind of things just feed into the players minds when it comes to even a cup competition like this where because you're not applying yourself at everything it kind of seeps in to, to the rest of your performances yeah, I don't know I think they did I mean they applied themselves in the Confederation Cup last round they're in the next round they're playing the Mozambican side on the weekend right yeah. So Even though got, they're saying, I mean, they, 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 they played so badly, but that, yeah, that they're still making it. But Gavin said afterwards, we want to go to the group stages, so they, you know, they'll presumably put out a decent team, and they had more than enough. To, even Eric Tinkley admitted afterwards that Vitz were the better team. They had right. more than enough chances to win the game. They got themselves in front, and then they just. I don't know. I I look. I can understand both sides of the argument on that penalty. We were just discussing outside that the handball rule is. Just so confusing. Yeah, it's like nobody can figure out what's going on. Well, I, I, it's I like know. they managed to make it more confusing than it was before, which is I don't know. I I, I think there were some of them were just clear cut. Yes, his hands were behind the back, but yeah. if it touches your arm, it's a. Penalty. But I think that's a problematic because you got a guy standing like that, and then you got a guy from two meters away. I agree. Who can just kick I the agree. Ball straight at his I arm agree because it means what you must chop with your arm. It's the same thing happening in contact. I mean, in comparison with Sadio Mane in the champion, you yeah. for Champions League final against Tottenham. We just. Sort of kick the ball of the guy's arm. 
That's always been the argument, is that if a skillful player can aim for your arm and has the ability to, they can get a handball out of any situation. Cristiano Ronaldo can hit the back of the net from 35 metres out. He's going to be able to hit your arm from two yards away from you. Yeah. No, it does. It does open itself up to that. I do think that, that, although perhaps you could say the letter of the law was the correct decision, I wish... I almost wish refs would just say no. We're not. I'm not giving a penalty for that because it's just. It's you know, impossible for the player. You need player. to score a goal by better means than that. But anyway, Kutumeta took the penalty <laughs> well and he scored, and then yeah, they they managed to take the game for penalties. And like you say, the Vitz penalties were an absolute shambles. Yeah. I mean, that was the one thing Gavin Hunt said. Oh, penalties were awful. No, that's the, the thing. I mean, both coaches kind of admitted that you cannot. Yeah. As much as you train and practice, mm. you cannot recreate the pressure that comes in mm. that situation. And it seemed to tell on mm. and I think, like, no, I mean, to be fair to the young Maritzburg keeper, uh, he made a couple of saves. Mm. Uh, the one, I think, was it Clanty who smashed it miles over the ball. Right, yes, yeah. But no. the other two, he, he, the keeper did save and, and, you know, credit to him. But they weren't the best penalties. I mean, especially the one that was hit to his right, left, I can't remember, but he just had to basically fall on the ball. To right. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I mean, for Maritzburg, I guess it's nice. It builds their confidence a bit more, and they're trying to do that, obviously, on the basis of the fact that they really just about survived last season relegation, and now they're, you know, and they've they've won a, they've managed to get a win under Tinkler in their league this season, and now they they've built on that, and this was good progress for them. Although they they weren't at their best, they didn't play particularly well. Yeah, there we go. Well, well done to Maritzburg. Um, they carry on, they march on, and as we look at another one one scoreline in regular time one of three this weekend and that one saw super sport united in action against uh barocca very strange equalizer <laughs> i thought the game was over <laughs> i mean the great like, escape oh my, my goodness it's a, i mean you know the coach went said after the game was like he was convinced 95 minutes the game was done. But the be- the best thing was on the TV, and I you know I watched it on the TV, and the, the camera panned to the crowd. Yeah, and, and yeah. I thought the game so was done. So I just done. thought the final whistle had blown. <laughs> and I think even the cameraman was like, okay, it's past the 95th. Yeah, minute, I know. And five minutes to stop. Let me stay time. here because the players yeah. are probably going to walk in this direction and I'll yeah. have them in shot. And the next thing, the players are story. like mobbing Bradley <laughs> Groffin after he's steered the ball home. That was crazy. But I guess there's a, you know, the old adage of you have to play to the referee's course, whistle and Barocca didn't and the cross came in and Grobler is in the kind of form. He, was, he hit the bar earlier in the game as well. He's, yeah. You know, he's in that kind of form where he's not going to miss from there. Right. And then, yeah, I think Supersport were the better team after that. Could have won it um, in extra time, but yeah, and ended up holding their nerve a little bit better in the shooter. I mean, yeah. I'd like, I think if I was to have one PSL goalkeeper between the post for me and a shooter. I'd probably pick Ronwin Williams because sure, he's course. got the knack of saving them. And, and yeah, they just ended up just sneaking through there. I mean, Barocca got a penalty again. It was probably a penalty, but you know that the, the player made the most of the contact in the penalty area. But once you feel that contact, well, for sure, you're most likely to go down. Collapse exactly. Then, that's they, what they, these players do. That's what people do yeah. these days. So it was well converted and. Uh, and lucky for Baraka because they, yeah, they looked like they were going to spring probably the what would have been the surprise. I mean, Maritzburg beating Vitz is a bit of a surprise, but right, it was. Right, but they did it on penalties. Was, so, they did it on penalties, and yeah. it was in Maritzburg, whereas this was at the Lucas sure, Maripe. Sure. And it was Baraka who haven't had a good start to the season, and Supersport who have had an amazing start to the season. Yeah. They're in the won the MTN eight, have gone quite well in the league. Have had one sort of aberration where they lost to Polokwane City, but otherwise they're just flying. And this kind of thing when. I think when this kind of thing starts happening to you, you just think it's your season on some level. Right. You know, I, I just, you know, they could probably think to themselves, now we've got a great chance of winning this thing. Yeah. Like, Look at that. We, was, we were out. Exactly. For 95 minutes. all intents and purposes. <laughs> yeah. We didn't play well. We were gone. Yep. And then all of a sudden, oh, hang on. Okay. 
we're back in this and we found a way to win that's you know our cup forms and brilliant so and in a way does that also maybe just you know um typify baroque season like you know for it to all fall apart the way it did at the weekend you know it just goes to show that nothing is going for them this this campaign yeah i think so and wedson near end is obviously you know he won it last season that was pretty much the high point of the season yeah i sort of lost momentum in the in from january onwards and and ended up not too far away from the relegation zone and, and haven't really been able to recover this season either so i think i don't know he he needs to sort of reflect on what to do and uh, but they you know that again that's the kind of result almost the opposite of maritzburg mm. that's the kind of result that can boost maritzburg is the kind of result that can really deflate baroque because they were you know that's a tournament that they won last season beating pirates in the final right you know I didn't really give them any momentum, so maybe they can reflect and now concentrate. On the other hand, they can say, okay, we've got only the league to play now until yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Let's try and win some league games. And then, you know, that's really our priority is survival. That, that actually could be it, because, you know, you think to yourself that this would have been the perfect time for Weston to maybe move on and take the mm. Zambia gig. But it seems like the chairman's saying, listen, mm. you know, I'm standing by this guy. Um, mm. As far as we're, we see the vision for the club, we mm. want to have him around. And I guess now he has been given that opportunity to say, listen, you don't have to worry about the cup for now. Just, you know, put some sort of run together as far as the league is concerned, because we've, we've backed you publicly. Yeah, I mean, obviously that that's, you know, um, as long as it's not the, what they call the dreaded vote of confidence. Yeah. And then a week later, he's sacked. But um, if it's a proper vote of confidence, then yeah. You would think you'd have at least a, think up until have the least season break. Until the end of this, yeah, until yeah. Christmas. And, you know, if Zambia are knocking and at Christmas... Maybe both parties decide it's not going forward. Then yeah. you know there's an opportunity for Wedson to go and coach Zambia, and then he'll probably take it. Mm. I think for now he wants to carry on at Barocca, and and I think he's built like quite a nice structure there, mm. and he's done some really good things there. It's just the results, you know, it's a results business, and they're, right. not, they're not coming. They're not coming, unfortunately for them. Can't defend their title as uh, the show moves on without them. And moving on, we go to uh, Orlando Pirates, where at Orlando Stadium. They managed to to get a a one nil victory now mm, over mm, Stellenbosch United. The likes of Justin Shonga coming back into the mix. Mm. Could this be the momentum? The return the, of Shonga. Yeah, well, you know. Look, it's, I think it's, it's, um, that game was like it was one nil, but it was so one sided. The yeah. Pirates basically just kept shooting until eventually one of them went in. Right, you know? and the, the they haven't been creating their chances. And I I mean, there've been some jokes going around that they hired this. <laughs> This forwards coach and they can't finish, but you know you can make you. Can, but he is, you know, I think that 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 it could be the thing that gets them going again. Yeah. But they, they could also, the way the season's gone, go to Stellenbosch this weekend and lose. You know, Stellenbosch determined to to sort of <laughs> yeah, <I'm not laughs> to sort sure. of get one over them again in the sure. return match. So it's, it's it's it's. But I do think that you know, I think Shongu coming back is a positive. I don't know what he was doing in the stands in the first place. He obviously. Showed some nice skills and then, you know, when he came on and, and did pretty well. And, yeah. and obviously, sort of, I mean, I don't know if he can really claim an assist for Lorch's goal, but it was, there was a sideways pass. That Not Lorch, for sure, yeah. That no, Lorch no, no. <laughs> drilled from long range. He also had a couple of other... It's good to see Lorch get a winner again because since he won, obviously, player of the season, he's had a iffy start to the season where he was linked with sort of a move to France. I think that got in his head maybe a bit. Or yeah. He, he sort of wasn't quite firing. I think, you know... McQueen's new structure was not quite working for the way he wanted to play, and but I think also going away with Bafana maybe helped him because he had a very good game right um, against Mali and the Mandela Challenge. He was one of the best players 
in in Nseki's team, I thought in that game. So there you see. I mean, you yeah, have you have that, a player who has yeah. a good turnout for the national team, yeah, and him and Shonga. Yeah, and then exactly. you know, they it's come back impacted. with the confidence and it impacts the side. Yeah, and I do think you know they they can take heart from it, and they, a good cup run will help them. They need to mm. they need still need to get their league form back, and and I think they need a run of good results, obviously, because you know every time you know they had an up this season, they've gone down again Very we quickly. thought the win over Chipper was the beginning and then it flopped again and now right. everybody says maybe this will be the beginning but they 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 created a lot of chances and we were unlucky not to thrash I mean, not for they, sure I mean the man who's good Lungerfeld was, was amazing superb, and, and he then, was amazing you know, they, on another day it probably would have been four or five nil. Yeah. Um, yeah. so that's heartening for them that they're creating the chances but now they have to and that they kept a clean sheet I guess given what Pirates defence has been a bit all over the place so so that brings into the spotlight the, the the keeper question at Pirates. We put Sanderland's back in goal. I, I mean, mean he's, he's he's back in goal. Is it gonna be a you know he's the cup keeper and you have a league keeper, or do you think he's still trying to find out? We'll find out this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess if Sanderland's is the telecom yeah, keeper yeah. and if um if Dele is back for the for, for the, the league Stellenbosch game on the weekend, yeah. yeah. That's we'll a, find out. That's one to watch. Yeah, that's going to be very telling as to where the trust <laughs> lies. Yeah, I don't think. Like, I think that Dele got a lot of criticism because Pirates obviously let in what four and then three and then yeah, you know, and 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 I don't think you know. I think yeah, you know, a couple of the goals certainly in the in the one game he perhaps could have done better with. But right, I don't think all the but goals, it's not all they've been. But I think there was the, there were the defense in front of him had a lot to answer for. So I think I would. Say he deserves another chance, but perhaps you know Sandlands can say, "Hey, I kept a clean sheet this weekend." You know, he makes a stick good case. with me. He makes a good case. And he wasn't bad before Dele came in. He wasn't the bad keeper. He wasn't terrible. And the problem for now for Pirates is that if they bring Dele back, <laughs> and he makes a mistake, <laughs> and Stellenbosch win <laughs> and then on the, the back of that, and then the, the fans league are gonna like run mm. looks wobbly again. Yeah, then the yeah, there's gonna be more questions. Properly do they not? Hi. Okay, well, let's see. That is a key choice that Rolani has to make come the weekend. Will Sandy Lands keep his place as the one who's gotten the most recent clean sheet? Or does he go with a big money signing and Dele coming back in between the sticks? We'll be watching that one very closely. And then Golden Arrows are managing a 1-0 victory. And that was an extra time, having gone into um, the 90 minutes at the end of it. Nothing to separate the two sides. And then, yeah, a one separate goal. An own goal. Yeah, I have to say I missed that game. I didn't yeah. see it. But no, I didn't see that game either. Own goal from Nicholas Motlowing in like extra time. Doesn't yeah, exactly have the makings of a cracker. <laughs> yes. Um, City have been very sort of efficient this season without being spectacular. Mm. Uh, Arrows have ground out some results as well under Steve Compera. Uh But yeah, it's good for Arrows. It's good for their confidence to get themselves into the next round. And, <clears throat> you know, a cup run will be good for them again. I think their priority will be you know, finishing in the top eight. Right again, but right. yeah, I don't think from what I read and that was the most enthralling game. Hmm, could be an interesting draw though, in terms of uh, you know, uh, just to see who who Golden Arrows will get in the next round because you feel that a game, you know, one in the hundredth minutes in an own goal, it's, 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 you know, they they seem to be possibly a team for the taking arrows yeah look i think all of these games apart from we'll probably touch on that in a minute the sundowns game all of these games were quite tight there yeah. wasn't really one that you could say i know i think pirates like you know would have been kicking themselves and if they had sure. managed to win that one yeah but a lot of the games were really really close and and so you know i don't think in a cup game you can really say you know there's they're there for the taking because steve also is a very organized coach he'll set his team up very well especially because mm -hmm. they're almost guaranteed 
to play one of these teams, mm, you know, they could play a Pirates, a Sundowns, or a, a Super Sport quite mm-hmm. easily. Uh, and yeah, I think he'll set up, you know, against those teams you set up yeah. quite defensively and sure. play on the counter attack. And if you can take him to extra time, great, you know. And then sneak it, you be, they could possibly sneak it. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're my favourites for, for, <laughs> for the competition. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah, I know. No, look, <laughs> I, know, I mean... Relying on it, obviously, on an own goal to get them through. and you know, I think, Who knows? I mean, you're right. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. But like you, you know, say, they, I don't know if they're, they're favourites because... We had a Highlands Park Supersport final in the... Exactly. In the MTNA. Exactly. So it could turn up anyway um, and into an interesting final. But so far, it's looking... As you've just touched on now, the likes of Mamelodi Sundowns, they come in and, you know, at 1-0, you're thinking, oof, they're making hard work of this, you know? But then um, come the second half, they turn that on its head and just, you know, were efficient and, you know, 5-0 says it all. Yeah, Pizzo did his sort of slightly interesting thing after the game where he's like, well, I thought we should have scored more. We were showing off at the end. And I was just like, but you won 5-0, Pizzo. <laughs> you know? He wants them to be I mean, He wants them to win 11-0 every game like they did against Codor in the in the other round. But they were really good um, in the second half especially. And yeah. Serena is, is just on fire this season, whether it's assisting goals or scoring them. It's one of the best goals I've seen this season was the second one he scored. Beautifully yeah. taken shot from the edge of the box. Yep. Um, yeah, I think all round, and it just shows you the depth. I mean, when you look at that bench, and you got Villacazi and Mabue on the bench, mm-hmm. you're just like, and Afonso, who you know, Comes looks in, like yeah, he's, first game, he gets, gets, uh, gets his first domestic goal. I think yeah. he scored one in the Champions League. I think he might have scored in that 11 0. I'm not sure. Because right. Meza also he got his first domestic goal, but he'd scored a couple of Champions League goals for, for, for Sundowns already. Um, but he, yeah, I, I, but they did, they labored in the first half. It, uh, I think the conditions Pizzo touched on were quite, it was pretty hot out there. Yeah. Um, and these games kicking off at three o'clock um, because of extra time. So it adds an extra bit of heat. Sure. Uh, so they battled a bit in that, he said. But they got their goal right on half time, which is obviously really helpful. And it was a beautifully worked goal. And yeah. Morena's really good for them in that wide right position. And he slid the most lovely ball through to Zwane. And Zwane is, I mean, they got so much quality. Yep. And Zwane just looks up and goes, oh, uh, he's in a better position. He can have it. Yeah, <laughs> tap in for Meza first goal, and then from there they were really dominant. And even though Amazulu, they, Amazulu kept themselves in the game in the first half sure. until that goal, they weren't really then doing we're, anything. And then Mario Boyson in the got, second half, and Boyson, you know, yeah, had a goal. It's, it's, moment you know. where you don't know whether to blame blame the young goalkeeper or Boyson for right. it. But you know, I guess you know there was no, there was just a miscommunication, and that's one of those things that can happen. But from then but on, you feed in. I mean, that's playing into the hands of a team like Sundowns. Yeah. You give them something like that. Yeah, say, that's yeah, good we'll night. I mean, as soon yeah. as I saw that goal go in, I was like, "That's it. That's yeah. the end of that game." Yep. And then obviously after that, they got the penalty, and then you know, and then it was then it's just good for morale for Afonso to get his goal at the end. Yeah. And yeah, they look dangerous. I think I'm not sure how much it it it, it matters. Uh, in terms of the fact that Sundowns haven't won a domestic knockout trophy in so long. Right. Um, but I do think it, it's a bit of an irritant to them. And I think of they course. Would like to, of course. Even though, obviously, if they win the league and, and win the Champions League, they're no not one's going to exactly question the cup. But... but I think they'd like to do something. And that was a real sort of sta- that was the statement of the round. Yeah. Like, well, we're here to win this. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see Sundowns Chiefs. <laughs> In the quarterfinals, I think that would be <laughs> exciting for everyone. Yep. If not Pirates, Chiefs, you know. But um, 
Sometimes, the prospects yeah. are actually quite great, yeah. you know, having Chiefs as an unseeded side. Mm. It, it makes for some uh, interesting... Yeah, it does. Look, to be fair to the sponsors, it does make the draw a little bit more... Exactly. Exciting. You know, it does add some excitement because you know sort of who people, teams could play. Right, yeah. right. Well, let's see how that pans out as we move on to the last result uh, of the weekend. And it's not of the round because there's still a game that's happening tomorrow evening. That's with uh, the draw also to be determined. But uh, Highlands Park in action against uh, Black Leopards. Um, another one of those where, you know, the coach, you know, ODG will be like, why did we have to go to 120 minutes of football? And then, you know, because Black Leopards... I think Highlands Park did have the the wind at their back, having the being the home side, and you know we know how well drilled they are. They could have they could have found the winner in, in regular time. I mean, to go to penalties, you know, well, it's, it's, it's testing. Yeah, it's that old adage that Mazzola always brings up of um, in this podcast of Highlands Park being being the fittest team in the yeah, league. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted to test that out, so they played <laughs> they for, for another hundred and twenty minutes and went to a penalty shootout, and then they like, you know, good night. Black Leopards and Luke Mil obviously a blow for him and his his sort of start to his Leopards career right where he's trying to sort of make it I think he's trying to win friends um, on and off the pitch in terms of the kind of fights that he started when he was coached elsewhere yeah sure so I but yeah for Owen it's it's continued progress they keep getting the results uh, and they, yeah they they uh, yeah they're obviously seeded so as long as they avoid Chiefs. You say they got a great chance of reaching the semi-final. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and as yeah, like we said earlier, that Chiefs would be looking at that and thinking <clears throat> they wouldn't mind a Highlands Park. Yeah. In the they, next I round. mean, they won three-two there in, yeah. in, in a game that was perhaps not a good reflection on Highlands Park because since then they've really tightened up at the back. Sure. They look very difficult to break down, um, and they've perhaps battled a bit at the other end. Although Shavalides come up with some goals, they mm. need to maybe find a, something else in attack. Um, but yeah, I think going into the next round, they've got. You know they've shown already. They got the confidence done by the uh, given to them by that run they had into the uh, MTN8 final. Where yeah. they were, you know, they they were certainly held their own against SuperSport in the final as well. Uh, they've held their own in the generally in the in the Absa Premiership so far this season. I think they, you know, they're they they've done well. Highlands obviously coming up and they've built themselves into kind of a, a team that looked like there's no doesn't look like there's any real danger for them. With, Right, of course. Battling anything. Like no, yeah, it looks like stability. Yeah, they look um, pretty stable. They've yeah. got a fairly solid squad, you know, full of game winners, match winners, and, yeah. and a solid enough defense to that. Yeah, I think they'll nick the odd game 1 0 as well, a bit like Polokwane City have done at times this season. Well, for sure. And, and yeah, I think uh, their future looks pretty good. Telungo Benny, obviously, is, is, quite a, is a good <clears throat> goalkeeper and has a good record in the Cups. Yeah. Know? Okay. Well, that's. um how it is at the moment with only one game still to come. Chipper United uh, will be playing against Bloom Celtic after which that's when the draw will happen. So the seeded teams are Sundowns, Pirates, Supersports United and Highlands Park and then of course unseeded are Kaiser Chiefs, Golden Arrows, Marisburg United and either Celtic or Chipper also joining those seven other teams. So we'll see how that one pans out. That's uh, after tomorrow night's game at the Sisa Dukasha Stadium uh, in East London. Who do you think might have the edge in that one, Chonti? Well, for Chipper, the priority's got to be getting out of deep, deep trouble there. Right. Um, and I've had my rants about Chipper. I'm not going to have <laughs> another one. But, you know, you do wonder. Like, my pairs, if he loses that one, you know, what happens to his job? Right. Does, right. He, does he survive to live another day? What's the deal there? Um, 
think CM has done quite a good job at Celtic. So, sure. You know, on limit, obviously their financial troubles have been well documented. So like, even stability yeah. from him, for him, yeah. as long as he gets that yeah, out of I the season. Yeah, I think they're having a better season in terms of st- financial stability. I sure. haven't heard stories of players not being paid like last season. Mm-hmm. So I would probably back Celtic, although it's never easy at that Cesar Dukashi Stadium. It's a tricky venue and, mm-hmm. and you know, the home fans will probably get behind Chibbert. Uh, and under a new coach, there might be that new manager bounce. Mm. One of those guys are bouncing all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Which, in theory, means that they should have it's been like a winning constant all the time. new manager bounce, which means they should be way higher up the league. Right? Yeah. No, no, no. But it's not working out. Um, but yeah, I would go with I would go with Celtic. But yeah, it's it's again, it's probably going to be another tight one. Like most, like except for the Sundowns game, it's going to be another tight scoreline. I think. Yeah. Okay, let's see. We I could have another be some goals because it's been a bit of a dearth apart from Sundowns. Well, that's the thing. It could be another 120 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. I hope not. Probably. But uh, I mean, it's cup football. Anything is possible. As we now focus, maybe on the other stories in the new cycle. Gaetano Tembo getting a contract extension on the back of obviously the MTN eight. Um, good results. Um, a, a gelling of the squad that he seemed to mm. be able to oversee, you know, players who weren't maybe applying themselves in the seasons past, now coming to the fore, bringing in players who were undervalued elsewhere and getting full value out of them now. I mean, those are all yeah, I mean, literally all the boxes you need to tick for a coach to be able to to, to get a, a refreshed go at it. Yeah, and there's nothing but thoroughly deserved. Mm. I mean, it's always difficult when a caretaker comes in and... And just never know whether he's going to... I mean, Caetano Tembo has been at Supersport forever. Right. I mean, from being a player to being an assistant to being... And so he's been part of it. But Stan Matthews did say, you know, but you don't know when a coach becomes a head coach whether he's going to get that respect mm. from, from the players. And mm. there's been problems we've talked about in the past with other coaches perhaps not getting that respect. Sure, sure. Um, and I think that, you know, he really has done a brilliant job unifying the squad. I think Stan Matthews' decision to, to employ him on a permanent basis and keep him this season has been backed up mm. Stan Matthews also saying I think in interviews that he you know he wanted to get Tembo the players he wanted so that then you know he could have a chance to show what he can do sure like he's given to every other coach at Supersport right that's what's happened I mean Kabuza's come in and been a revelation um ev- playing Evans Ruzica out wide has been a, a, a brilliant a master stroke Bradley mm. Grobler's in the form of his life right can't stop scoring yeah um, even when you think a game's over he scores <laughs> 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 he's ridiculous um, he's always switched on. <laughs> he's always switched on, unlike Baroka's defence at the end there. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but um, yeah, they they've done wonderfully well to to build to build themselves this season. And I think I can see them challenging for other knockout trophies. I'm not sure if they have the depth to challenge for, for the league, league yeah. to push maybe a bit of bridge too far. That just one slightly too much. But you know, if they can if they can stop sort of glitch results like the one they had at Potokwani mm-hmm. and, and you know get on another run now in the league. There's, there's a chance for them because they got you know they got a very strong midfield probably yeah. one of the strongest in the country with Mbule coming through this season Tebaho Makoina Dean Furman mm-hmm. you know that's very solid they got mm. a goal scorer who's, right. you know eight goals in ten games yeah that's and proper literally the best keeper in the league right now that's proper that's way above the PSL average <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know in the last few years of course yeah no it is keeper Pafana keeper, keeper. Yeah. no for sure yeah uh, and a solid defense Clayton Daniels has been around for a while and you know, you know they've got Aubrey Modiba, yeah, they've got. I wonder what what will be enough for. I mean, you know, obviously he's just signed a new contract, but I, mm. I wonder what's you know the, the the measuring stake because you you think if they give him a contract now, he's kind of mm. hit the targets already by at least mm. winning a cup. 
But I wonder what else now, you know, is he in a less pressurized situation because there's faith shown in him, he's won something, and there doesn't seem to be an expectation that's tied to his fate to say, listen, we're not going to renew until you give us something else. He's, he's given them a result at the cup. Is he playing under pressure or is it going to be a nice, relaxed, managed season for him? I mean, I think no he's under thing. less pressure, but I yeah. think there's no such thing. Um, I just remember when Tinkler won, <laughs> won the MDNA, got them to the Confed Cup final, and then he just all went to absolute... You can say we're not on... I can say it. Yeah, I can say it. I don't even know what word I was going to say, but <laughs> it all felt it all fell to absolute pieces. Yeah. After that, so you just don't know. But in this league, it's it's often hard to tell. You think a team's going up, and then suddenly they go down. Yeah. Um, but I do think SuperSport have the squad and the consistency of, and I'm interested in, you know, and they and yeah, they do have. Maybe those they could players have a party pooper who can make a difference. Them. I mean, yeah. even if Gabuza doesn't score, he just annoys the hell out of defenders sure. enough that you know Grobler has space and then sure. Ruzic has space you can always see one of them grabbing a goal and you can see Supersport keeping enough clean sheets with the defence they have and with the solidity they have with mm. Furman scampering around in front of the back four and mm. you know with, with that structure in place um, and they found something yeah. and if it continues I think they must just keep going it continues working for them obviously we could be talking about a defeat in the Telcom knockout quite easily but right. they won so yeah, they won you know, they one of those that they seem to be, uh, you know, touched by a bit of luck as well. This no, for sure. Yeah. So I guess if they don't win the league, they're gonna have a say in where it goes. I yeah, think I think they'll they'll, 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 they'll be up party pooper. They're in there about. Also, they don't have, um, you know, continental competition to get yeah. in their way. Yeah. Like perhaps Fitz will if <laughs> if they sure. reluctantly reach the group stage. Reluctantly <laughs> reach the group stage and then reluctantly and reach the final. Will. And re Sundowns will, which uh, Pizza will remind us about every week that he right. play, he's on a completely different calendar to everyone else and plays way more games than everyone else. And, yeah, someone might want to tell him that he also has a much bigger, more expensive squad than anyone else. Right. Well, but well suited. He will, he will inform us of all of this. And uh, and yeah, I think for a club like SuperSport, it's a great chance uh, to keep the momentum going and to to. Too. And they've had that their thing now, I think, because like, their season sort of started with all the big teams. So right. They've played everyone right. um, that you consider like maybe a title challenger. They've won their share and they've lost to Sundowns. Yeah. They've had a blip against Polokwane City and they perhaps need to focus now on like getting their heads right because they should have a run of fixtures now, games that they should win. Mm. So if they can go on a run of five, six wins or whatever it is until Christmas, yeah, they could be, they'll be well up. They'll almost be top of the table. They'll be really up there and going for it. Yeah. Well, there we go. So something to endeavor for before the uh, mid-season break at the end of the year, a couple of weeks away, that is, as we now focus on Wetson. You end up being courted, I guess. You know, we, we've touched on it by by uh, Zambia Chipolobola wanting mm. him to, to come and take over the reins. But, mm. you know, he's in a situation where he's got a team it's more regular, you know, being a day-to-day -day mm. football coach as, as opposed to going to a national team where it's every couple mm. of weeks or so. I, I just don't see the incentive for him to, to, to take this one up. What do you think? Yeah, unless it's like a, a nationalist pride or a pride in, in being Besides that, yes, of course. I mean, they're, they're playing to that because... Feeling the fact that they Zambian. didn't, you know, it was an expanded AFCON and they weren't there right. in, in um, Egypt this year. Uh, they didn't make it. Uh, and that was... And there has been, a, obviously, since they won the AFCON, um, there's been a bit of a dip in Zambian football where right. they haven't perhaps excelled as they would have liked to. And they're looking for, obviously, someone to revive them. Because, um, you know, you, you also look around the PSL and you think Zambia have some really good players and yeah. they should be yeah. they should be 
qualifying for an AFCO. Sure. Especially a 2014 AFCO. Sure. Um, so maybe they feel he's the man to, to revive their fortunes. Uh, and in, in terms of timing, <clears throat> the 2021 AFCON qualifiers start next month. So it's it's good timing in that sense. But I think I if I I don't know if he if if he would want to go now simply because it's like the project is not over here. Yeah, Barocca, exactly. I feel like he's built something there with the young guys there and you know, that the club seem to trust him and I don't I don't think it's the right time for him to go. But you know, he might feel differently if again, as we've said, if at Christmas you know, I say Zambia have, you know, a bad start. As well to their qualifiers yeah. under the under whoever is is in caretaker, charge. Yeah. If it's a caretaker, if they appoint someone else, then yeah, there's obviously going to be more rumours. And if it's not, if it's still going downhill at Barocca, then you might see something changing at Christmas. But I don't think right now you're going to see it. Okay, well, we'll watch that one closely and see. I mean, if the results are forthcoming on the side of Barocca, then I guess he has no reason to go anywhere. But uh, yeah, it, it could all dovetail depending on the two campaigns, that of the Zambian national team and that of uh, Barocca, as far as the league is concerned. As we now focus on, um, yeah, Benny McCarthy, you know. Um, I watched the post-match and, you know, it's weird. I mean... It was posited to him that, listen, can you rarely be taking digs at referees when one of your players was very lucky to still be on the pitch? I mean, we saw the incident with Makola literally mm. shoving the referee. Um, then, you know, you come out and you, and you make the game about about the referees. I mean, you know, he said that, that the referee should have just won a Chiefs jersey. I mean... I, yeah, know, I, think, I, I can't remember look, anything that, that egregious uh, to, to this season. That. I'm not, and he's done a good job at Cape Town City overall. But this right. season, Benny Benny just seems to be proving much better <laughs> at 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 making sensationalist headlines mm. than he is at sort of getting his team the to result. produce the yeah. result. Mm. And it's just, I think it's, you know, he's always been that colourful character who who will come out, who will give you a one liner whether he's winning or losing. Right. But it doesn't reflect on him well when his team is not winning matches. When his team is winning matches, if he hammers the ref or he has a go at this or that, it doesn't it, it's not got the same weight. But now it looks like he's just moaning for moaning's sake. Right. And I don't think that it was a fair reflection to sort of criticize the referee <laughs> when your team, you know, can't hold on to a lead and, and you know, loses you know, again you know, McCall, the McCaller incident, um, Chiefs could have if Cardoso had scored the penalty, yeah. you know, it'd have been a different story. Sure. And I just, yeah, I just feel like he, he's venting at the moment. And it's a tricky one because I think, I don't know whether he's, it's hard, you know, I'd have to be in Cape Town probably, but you've got to know what's going on behind the scenes yeah, with the players. Because yeah. he comes out and he says he wants to punch them in the dressing room. Then he comes out and he says, you know, he's not, he's not giving off a... He's looking for a boogeyman, I would see, yeah, you know, yeah. versus the players. Then I can't yeah. really go at the players because I need them to play for me. So now I need to find something yeah. to reflect from the players. It's going to be the referees. Yeah, defensively they're not as solid as they have been, and and you know I know they wanted to sign a centre back and they've yeah. already got one. Yeah. Um, what happened to putting your hand up as a coach and saying, "Yep, yeah, lost. that's it." Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think I've ever heard Benny sort of. Well, maybe I have. Maybe I'm. But he he does tend the... to have a go. Yeah. At yeah. Someone. Yeah, it's not, someone, not him. It's not, not himself. It's not usually himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe he just needs to just calm down a bit and like try and focus on rebuilding his team because there are players there and they've got a squad that, you know, okay, they, they're a selling club in the sense that, mm. you know, if Pitor, an offer came in for Pitorsi, they sold Pitorsi. An yeah. offer came in for Manyama, they sold Manyama. You know, it, they're not a club that holds on to these players if 
you know, they, they're trying to make money and balance the books. But I don't know. It seems to have sort of, it seems to be leering a bit sideways this yeah, season. And it's not yeah. quite going in the right direction for them. And, and I don't think that Benny, the way Benny is, is interacting is necessarily helpful. Because he's not going to get you. I mean, at the end of the day, you can say, you can moan about the ref, but yeah, the team needs to start producing results. And it's not like the ref, you know, I mean, Amazulu against Chiefs had way more cause for grievance sure, than the ref. Of course, you know, Barocca, um, Paul Wedson near Renda when yeah. Chiefs score a goal that's two yards offside. There's sure. way more. Sure. But I didn't hear those coaches exactly even giving nearly the same amount of grief to the referee that Benny did. So right. maybe he needs to sort of pause and reflect and maybe stop watching less international football you know it's, it's, <laughs> i think you see that the world is spoiled for the vars and yeah. the, you yeah. know these things of the world and you think to yourself uh we should be at the same standard yeah, but, but every weekend on the other hand cams every weekend in the english premier league there's yeah there's an absolute tantrum about var right. being an absolutely rubbish system that right. doesn't work properly so right You can't have it, but yeah, <laughs> that would probably be the situation here. Exactly, know? exactly. But I mean, we're so far away from the VAR we're thing that we it, have yeah. to just essentially put the trust in You me. said, didn't you? But you're still trying to find the spray. Oh, gosh. We don't even have the spray. Can't you just get shaving <laughs> cream? Trying to find it. Aren't we? <laughs> somewhere. Like, somewhere. Just shaving cream. There's one. For now. For now. Until they find it. Until they find it. Okay, so there we go. I mean, one more piece of football to look forward to tomorrow night as far yeah. as the TKO is concerned and then obviously at the weekend again yeah. um, Sundowns are playing on Wednesday as well yes of course yeah play. so we've got that happening so there'll be plenty more to discuss as, as the week unfurls but yeah that's basically been a, a, a rundown of the TKO quite a few draws we're hoping that you know the draw that comes up tomorrow um, in terms of the who's playing who draw serves up some more exciting football. I mean, I think, mm. you know, we want to see a, a few more exciting high-scoring games. Uh, Sundowns have shown what's possible and what can mm. be done. Um, so be like Sundowns. Mm -hmm. There we go. For the other teams. Let's hope we can get some scoring in the next round. But it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, we'll all be looking gleefully at that round of um, of that draw tomorrow night. Um, but, yeah, mm -hmm. thank you very much, John T. Thanks. It's been a quick to-the-point show because that's the football that was this weekend mm -hmm. i mean everything kind of fell systematically friday saturday sunday and then i don't know why who decided tuesday but we've got a tuesday thing happening tomorrow so we'll take it nothing wrong with some midweek football thank you to you for joining us as far as uh, tuning in this evening we're gonna leave you with um yeah just to let you know that this week We have another show coming up on Thursday, leaving you with that information. And of course, to check us out on all the socials as to what's happening in the world of sport as we keep you updated. For myself, John T, and the team behind the scenes, until we hook up in a week's time, take care, guys. Ciao.